0: That's right, you geeks. Welcome into the Echo Screen, the first edition of 2015, by the way. Uh, it is the official podcast of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. As always, I am your host, the Commodore. Ding, ding. Hey, you actually did it right this time. I, th- I, I thought I would, I would do something special for you in the new year. And dinging diligently this January is Rue, <laughs> How's it going?
1: Good. Welcome back, everybody in the world. We've been gone yeah. for about a month.
0: We've been gone for forever; it feels like, but it, but we had something very important to do in the meantime, which was the sixth annual Planet of the Gray Wolf Gaming Marathon for charity.
1: Very true, and and thanks to the very very generous folks who donated, we were able to surpass our goal of fifteen thousand. We got to our family feud, family feud goal of sixteen thousand dollars. That was pretty cool. Yep, we, Don't, we got there. <laughs> donated to St. Jude, so <clears throat> thank you, everyone, uh, and. Uh, marathon prizes are shipping out as we speak. Some people are already receiving theirs. Uh, thank you uh, for the diligence and for the the waiting. Uh, we we very much appreciate you
0: guys, uh, and we review a long time. That, that is very true. If you look back, but behind me, actually, I don't know if you guys can see, but right behind my shoulder, there you can see the Sonic the Hedgehog laser art.
1: <laughs> From- anyway,
0: uh, right next to my my Will Riker, uh, uh, Jonathan Frakes autographed. Basically, the only two things you have in your in your special geek which room. listen, it's very important. This is how people see me when they see me at work, so it's very important. I maintain a certain image, uh huh. Um, which is good. That's that is a good image to maintain. Sonic the Hedgehog and William Riker, um, never a bad <laughs> thing. So uh, we also had the holidays, obviously <coughs> that, that we uh, that we went through there and uh, kind of uh, we you know we the the, the marathon. Always- butts right up against the holidays, which is always a good thing. Okay. Time to kinda, you know, we can not worry about all the stuff in the meantime. And uh, and then, you know, last week we were supposed to go on and we just, you know, I mean, we just, uh, primarily me, get a little busy and um, had to postpone the show. So with, it with happens. That, we're back with yeah. a doozy, though, this this week, with I all, think with all that behind us, with all of that behind us, we're moving on. And uh for those of you that are unfamiliar with the program, I just want to let you know how this whole thing works. By the way, the, the topic du jour tonight, we're going to talk about a lot of technology stuff. Uh, you know, flying cars. We're going to talk about you know uh, uh, intelligent uh, advertising. We're going to talk about new tech trends, uh, <laughs> and uh, that's that's uh, that's we that's we haven't even covered everything that happened at CES yet. No. No. Right. Uh, <laughs> we're also gonna cover I was wondering where uh, you're going back with that. to the back to the future technology, which uh, we thought <clears> was <throat> an interesting topic. You you're you're a well you're a mild fan. Mildly to say, right?
1: I mean, uh, so here's the thing, is that Back to the Future is like my favorite movie ever, and I, I'm a big giant fan of the trilogy. So this is the first year in a while, I would even say since like The new millennium stuff in 2000, 2001. First time the year, a new year came and I was like super excited that it was that year. You know, it's like, ooh,
0: 2015. This is
1: the Back to the Future 2 year.
0: That's awesome. So. um, Remember how everybody was trying to, you know, make it the year for like the last five years? People would just Photoshop the picture and send it out and be like, this is the the year that Marty McFly goes to. And I would be like, no, it's not. Stop sending me these crap.
1: Yes, exactly. I, yeah. I I didn't even understand that because uh, it's too ingrained in my memory, like the dates in Back to the Future 2 where they're like, look, it's 2012, 12, it's Back to the Future 2 year. I'm like, w- I didn't yeah. even get the joke. I was like, wait, no, what are you talking about? That's ridiculous talk. Um, yes. Everyone knows that the year in Back to the Future or the date that they travel to in Back to the Future 2 is October 21st, 2015. Right. It's it's There's it's, no it's argument. It's
0: very... No, and it's very similar to the 1985. Everybody knows the first back to the future is 1985. It's very critical that it's 1985. Common knowledge. Common knowledge. So uh, we are going to talk about a lot about back to the future and some of the technology that was there. We thought it' would be fun, now that it is 2015, to look back and see what some of the technology that was in back to the future to um, you know see what, what came true, what didn't, and uh, hopefully have a few laughs. In the meantime, as well, um, <laughs> with some smooth for those of you that, jazz yeah, and some smooth jazz. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar with the program, as I said, that is only the topic du jour. That's that's the that's really the second portion of the program. But first, we always do the T's and B's, the tids and bits, as we call them here on the Echo Screen Live, otherwise known as the News and Notes. We talk about some of the things that we think you should be interested in because, well, we think we know who you are and we think we know what you care about. So we'll talk about those things. That's yes. the first part. Second part is the topic is jour. As I said, that is the topic of the day. Mm. I'll have that. Which happens to be the Back to the Future stuff I just mentioned. won't spend any more time on that. And then we go to the third portion of the program, which is the question and answer portion of the program. All you have to do, uh, if you would like us to answer something on the air, live, like right now, all you have to do. Well, not right now, but you have to wait till the third portion of the program. Aren't you listening? No, um, I try not to. I I I knew you were tuning out. I could see it. Anyway, the the uh, all you have to do to ask a question is two ways. You can actually, if you're joining us in the chat, which right now we have a you know good group, a motley crew, if you will, joining us. Just click on my name, Commodore One Twenty Eight. I'm actually going to just put a little here in the old chat room there, so you know, click on that. uh, Send me a private message. I will take the best questions I get from you guys during the uh, during the entire show and ask them during the question and answer portion of the program. You can also Tweet at me, at, it's the Commodore, and uh, as I say, I will assemble all those questions and answer the best ones at the end of the program. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Sounds all right. How about you? Okay, good. Hey, uh, we should mention we're actually a real podcast now, too, shouldn't we? Yes, we should. Where, where can
1: people find us? Well, if you uh, have iTunes or Stitcher or pretty much any Android catching app of your choice, you can find us by just searching for Echo Screen Live. Or echo screen i don't think there's a lot of echo screens out there you'll find us sooner or later uh we appreciate you uh downloading us and listening to us while you're on the go uh, at work or jogging around town i don't know <clears throat> uh, <laughs> but, or so. whatever it is you do yes and uh if you do uh, uh happen to podcatch us please feel free to give us uh, a review especially on the itunes uh area of the internet uh, that is very helpful for getting uh, the word out about our our lovely podcast and uh, getting more like-minded highbrow folks like you talking about tids and bits
0: that's right and uh, you know lest we we forget folks we don't uh, we don't do this as a job we this is really just a hobby for us so we don't really spend a lot of time and money marketing all this stuff nah. um, we really just beat the crap out of Mark Chan to do those things that's his job but uh, and, and he does it diligently. Mm-hmm. He does uh, However uh, He is but one man And uh, you know so, so we rely on Word of mouth From folks like you To uh, to get the message Out there As Rue said And get us into You know A few more Computers A few more living rooms That people might I don't know People listen to us In the living room You think Maybe
1: There might be someone Listening to us In the living room Right now Downstairs in this very house
0: And now they're going Oh my god They're talking about me
1: <laughs> And if they're doing that They probably shouldn't be Watching something on Netflix Because it might be Killing the bandwidth
0: Oh God, that, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a rookie mistake. It's a rookie mistake. Firing up all the all the, the videos on Netflix. Anyway. Um, House of Cards 3 is not out yet, so you nope. need to cool it on the Netflix. I'm excited. I'm so excited, too. I saw the trailer today. I'm going mad. Anyway, th- there's notes. This is what people want to talk about. This is, this is what the people want to hear. So I've got one. The Consumer Electronics Show, which I jokingly referred to earlier in the program, happened uh, quite, not very exciting Quite the jest Yeah, not, oh yeah, I know, yeah, thanks I, <laughs> I, I I try, it's highbrow humor for me Um, You know, not a very exciting consumer electronic show this year If you ask me, very much more the same uh, I'll just name a couple things One is uh, VR, virtual reality, is the new 3D In case you didn't know so, so people
1: will just not care about it in three years is what you're saying
0: Correct, but it's really, really hot right now. So everyone's going to make some really overpriced TVs (laughs) that have really cool VR capabilities that no one will ever use, and it'll be completely forgotten in three years.
1: I've said this many Um, times, and I don't care if if it makes me sound like a stupid out-of-touch fogey or something. The VR thing's big fad. It's so funny to me to see these... uh, Certain video game journalists are like, ridiculous they go nuts over anything oculus rift or vr i would would say most
0: of them yeah most most video like they go
1: really nuts like half of their coverage has to do with oculus rift type stuff and i'm like this is such a fad fad. and we we did a whole episode on that not gonna go into it here whatever whatever
0: no but that's that was a big deal you know the other thing was super pixels on your TV. So, in case you're worried about that, that's coming. Um, mm. You know, people are just trying to cram more pixels in. I mean, you know, 4K, 8K, 20K, who the hell knows anymore? But the point is, uh, that was going on out there. Quantum dots. I said super dots, it's quantum dots. Um, the other thing was, uh, you know, the, the wearables thing. We've beat that to death. Not even interested in talking about it. And one more thing, which I think is actually pretty cool, which is that, you know, cars are apparently getting more intelligent. I well, think that's
1: cool. I don't think so. I mean, Cars was okay, but then Cars 2 really just dropped the ball, and, played, and then the plane, I don't even know just where to go terrible. with that. So.
0: I, I didn't know what that was about either. All right, I, I, forgive me for bringing it up. All right, so what do you got?
1: So, what do I got? I got, uh, well, we've got like a whole month worth of news to go over. So, of course, I'm just going to talk about what happened today, which is uh, a Nintendo Direct, basically. Um, so, we had some information coming out. In case you haven't been paying attention to anything Nintendo-related... In the past month or so, uh, there's been lots of uh, amiibo shortages uh, for Smash Brothers. There still is a giant dearth of uh, GameCube controller adapters for the Wii U, Um, Mm. which is kind of ridiculous. Two months, two months in, but um, basically, the biggest news probably to come out of the Nintendo Direct today is uh, the release of new of <clears throat> this is actually what it's called—the new 3DS, uh, yep. which is just a terrible name, but whatever. Nintendo. It is.
0: Yeah. It's better than it's better than Xbox or Xbox Seven Twenty. So.
1: <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know what's with these game companies and the confusing naming schemes, but anyway, yeah. um, basically, it's just—it's—it is literally a new 3DS with souped-up hardware and uh, you know uh, NFC communication, so you can connect Amiibos to it and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think it has an extra. Uh, whatever it's got stuff that people yeah. are excited. It's got about. extra. It's got extra things. There was the a stuff. strange amount of consternation on the internet today that I saw from people because there's a new 3ds and there's a new 3ds XL and actually yeah. both of these um, both of these hardwares, if you will, are yeah. already released in Australia and Japan, but only the XL is coming to America or mm. North America, I should say, and people yeah. are really going crazy over that like why are
0: they only selling that
1: here i was i don't know i maybe apparently
0: we have very big hands here well uh, you know honestly
1: say about people with big hands they wear big gloves right yep so us americans with our giant hands i guess have to suffer with only an xl um it's our plight really but i don't see why that's so bad because frankly i don't know why anyone would want a tiny 3ds anyway uh but that's just me and my big
0: hands talking uh yep I mean, even just the regular DS light hurt my hand, so um, which I I don't think I've pulled out of the case in about a year and a half now. But yeah.
1: but but beyond that, I mean, there's some other news. There's a new Fire Emblem mm-hmm. game coming out, of course, which is fun. Uh, there were uh, just a load of new amiibo news, uh, like Ami- mm. uh, the first non Smash Brothers related amiibos are coming. I mean, so they've I'm, I'm, been yeah. selling like hotcakes. More yeah. than hot, like like hotcakes that you can't even restock on the shelves for certain pieces. Hotcakes
0: you can't recycle.
1: <laughs> and uh, so, I think it's safe to say that the Amiibo experiment is doing well as of so far. Um, yeah. You know, it's printing money, uh, and they're coming out with a line of Super Mario Brothers Amiibos, which will work, I guess, exclusively with Super Mario Brothers games. But yep. most important to me, they uh, released information about the next, the fourth wave, I believe. Of Smash Brothers and amiibos and my beloved NES is included.
0: Oh, and uh,
1: Nintendo of America was kind enough to send along a, a NES amiibo for me. I'm holding up right now. I've already used it in Smash Brothers. I already trained him up to level fifty. He uh, he will kill any of you. Okay, I'm lying. This is just a figure that I've had for like two years. But
0: I was about to say, there's, that's not nah, real yet. I
1: have no friends anyway. Got it. Um, beyond that, Wii games are coming to download on the Wii U. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I didn't see that. That's pretty interesting. I think we all expected GameCube games to be downloadable before Wii games, but I guess it makes sense. The Wii, Wii U hardware is, you know, closer, so it's easier. Yeah, uh, but the, but the Wii U is backwards compatible, right? Fully. Well, it has to it has to emulate a Wii mode.
0: Mm, I see.
1: Like that, when when you when you put in a Wii disc and you play that on a Wii yeah. U, it has to emulate that whole thing. Uh, mm. I don't know the full technical bits about that. But anyway, uh, interesting thing. Nintendo knows. Nintendo knows what... Baseball. Th- <laughs> Bo knows baseball. Oh, you're so old. Anyway, um, know. They, they, they know which of their uh, titles are a little bit harder to find, a little bit harder for people to get their hands on for a decent price. And so three yep. of the first Wii games they're releasing for download are Super Mario Galaxy 2, Metroid Prime Trilogy, and Punch Out, Punch Out. I don't Punch think out. is the, the new Punch Out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've That's never cool. played any of those. Well, Okay, I, it's I mean, like I, I haven't played the trilogy. What? Well, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, but I'm actually really excited to. And and they have deals where like you can download each of these games when they come out in the next few weeks. For the first week, it's only ten bucks. Nice. That's which it's cool. cool. pretty awesome.
0: It I'm, is pretty awesome. I uh, I should I should admit at this point that. Um I, I did get a super awesome gift for Christmas. I got I got a I got a brand new grill, which is awesome. Okay? Okay. But but here's what I've been told explicitly that yes. I'm not gonna get for Christmas not or to bust anytime your grill. Any, or anytime soon is a Wii U. What? And I'm I'm very sad about this. What? I'm very sad about this. You, very sad.
1: Whoever laid down that law, you gotta take the grill and you just Throw it out the window into the 15 feet of snow you have, probably piling up there, and you say, Look, what I need. I need my game. I need
0: friend codes. (laughs) Actually, Um, you don't need friend codes anymore. You don't need friend codes anymore. That's right. I I, I take that back, which is why you need Um, me. I just need friends. That's harder to find. That's but you know what? That's what amiibos are for. I I heard there's like a meetup app I can use to meet people, so maybe I can use that. Tinder, Tinder, yeah, exactly. (laughs)
1: I was uh, looking for yeah. some hot four player a- action. It's Smash Brothers,
0: local hot local <laughs> four player. Action. You know what I mean. I don't. I don't do. The, I don't believe in the old internet thing. You're getting tired of um, the one player. Yeah. Well, I mean, you saw the South Park episode, right? I mean, I. You know, I, this. I know this is a weird aside here, but I think it's a good good uh, thing to talk about. We should, sure. we should. Totally do this as a topic someday. But I. I do miss the local multiplayer goodness. That we had back in the '90s, and I'm not saying that again, curmudgeonly with my cane in hand. You know, yeah, like in my day, we we in the same room. What like like South Park did? It's more like um, you know there were some really fun times, and and so yeah, I lo- I booted up uh, some very recently over the break, actually, with uh, with with some friends and and family, and we just we took out some of those old. Old crappy 2D games and, and started playing those multiplayer and it was it was incredible fun. And I wish they would sell game systems as those kinds of family gaming night appliances like they used to
1: because uh, they're a lot of fun for that. I haven't played any of those old crappy 2D games in years for losers. No. They're terrible. No.
0: Terrible. We, we never do that. We never no. play
1: any 2D games. Uh, But funny you bring that up actually. I, I went to a friend's house last week and he had a video game night. He invited some friends over. And he is both single and has no kids. Therefore, he has uh, what we like to call disposable income. So for right. Christmas, he basically got himself uh, an X-Bone, a PS4, and a Wii U. Nice. He technically got his girlfriend the Wii U, but, you know, he can play it. Because it's right there.
0: Right. See, this is what I'm saying. I, I was trying to sell it as a present. <laughs> this is for you. This is for you. Not for me. I got shut down. Uh, I've tried that before. It
1: doesn't work very well. No, anyway, it does not work very well. <clears throat> uh, and... and uh, Basically, he's like, so, so he, had, he had these systems are all new, so he didn't have a lot for him, And he's like, hey, you know, like, bring over, like, some of your Wii U games. We'll play them. And uh, so I brought, like, uh, Mario Kart and Smash Brothers and uh, New Super Mario Brothers. And he already had Nintendo Land. And he's like, you know, I'm looking... This is like hours before the little get-together starts, and we go off to the store to get some, either an Xbox or, or a PS4 game. And he's he's yep. looking, he's like, man, none of these are local multiplayer.
0: Yeah.
1: no. Uh, uh, cool. th- he, he's, he, well, you know what he settled on? He got uh, the Halo, oh, crap, what's it called? The Master, Master Chief, Chief Collection. collection? Because yep, that was, was like the only that, um, thing that was local multiplayer, and that's because it's basically like Halo 10-year-old 1. games.
0: Two. right, exactly, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, so what did we do the whole night? We played we played some Halo, and we played some Nintendo Land, you know, and, and Nintendo kind of owns that local multi... I mean, for all the... It sounds silly when you hear them say, like, oh, the Wii, it includes us all, and it's I family, know. but it's true. I mean, if you get together with people to play video games at a house or, or whatever, you know, that's probably what you're going to play more often than not because everything else yep. is like... And they do it really well. Don't get me wrong, but everything else no. is like online multiplayer. Uh, no. That's that. If they offer multiplayer at all, that's pretty much all you can do. So,
0: I uh, hmm. I mean I, I agree, and I think you know Nintendo doesn't only own this market. I think they do it incredibly, incredibly well. And this was my whole point. You know, we sat down with the Wii U a family got got the Wii U for Christmas. So we sat down. We started playing. We were all jumping into uh, the new Super Mario 3D World or whatever it's called. Yeah, um, yeah. and. We were—I mean, it was just—it was just incredible fun—and uh, you know, you can jump in and jump out. It's—it's it's very arcade style. If you're just one of those people that that doesn't really play games but just want to get involved, you know, uh, forget the Wii U, you know, uh, touchscreen and all that kind of stuff. You don't need that. It's just a fun—it's a fun kind of bring the people in together kind of a thing, and and it did that in droves. So we would like to I play. I—I'm I, still working on it. It'll still work. All right. The fact that it's backwards compatible helps me because then it just replaces the Wii, the Wii that we already have. So, you know, I get that going for me. Wiis are ridiculously cheap now. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I, I was also at a Goodwill the other day. They had uh, that that and PS1s just don't hold their value because yeah. you can play PS1 games on PS2. Right. L- literally, uh, you could get a PS1 with a controller and the hookup for 10 bucks at this Goodwill. Yep. And yeah. I was like, holy crap.
0: Anyway, That's pretty cool. If you're a collector, that's, yeah. pretty, that's not a bad thing. All right, so uh, I think that's enough news and notes. We, we talked we about that talk, thing to death. Well, why don't we move on to the topic du jour, which I know you're itching to get onto. Um, you, you know what? So much so that I didn't even
1: realize I was kind of uh, fondling my little Marty McFly me- Lego figure. Oh. Absently. Absent-mindedly the other day. Or, or uh, sorry, the other day, like 10 minutes ago. Also. <laughs> yeah, the other, the like, other day. Legos um, <laughs> a um,
0: Sorry, go ahead. So let me take you to you- the future. Yes, and uh, when when does Jaws 19 come out? That's what I want to know. Um, apparently this year. Apparently this year. So uh, so why don't you explain a little bit what your rationale was when you were thinking about this topic?
1: Well, like I said, I I love Back to the Future, and I'm excited. It's finally 2015. I was thinking. <clears throat> So they paint an interesting portrait of the future. There's a lot of dystopian future stuff right now. I mean, there was then, too, like Blade Runner and things like that, Escape from New York. But uh, Back to the Future 2 showed a relatively uh, optimistic version of the future where, like, there's all sorts of crazy new inventions and technology. And, you know, people still talk about, like, I don't think they've stopped in, like, the 25 years or so since the movie came out, Stop talking about, like, hoverboards Everyone's no. talking about hoverboards and things like that. So
0: self-tying Nikes.
1: <coughs> exactly. So I figured, hey, let's talk about that. So so let let's examine certain things that they were showing in the movie, certain certain yep. trends and tech, and see how far right. along we've gotten in real life to what uh, the creators of Back to the Future envisioned. Twenty fifteen might be. Let's do it. So should we start with the obvious one, the hoverboards?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so the hoverboards were, you know, obviously they needed Marty to be able to do something with, you know, he's, he's a skateboard, skateboard kind of esque, but they needed to be futuristic. The hoverboard works very well in uh, Back to the Future 2. I, you know, really cool concept. In, in some ways, it does look, it does look in some ways kind of like the, the segue with the way that it levels itself out and everything else. You know, I mean, there is some technology that's in the hoverboard that really is but you know sadly uh, our ability to hover you know whatever it is a foot above the ground and just kind of you know fly along on a cushion of air sadly hasn't happened yet
1: no i mean the closest we've gotten like there's there's been a few <clears throat> a few things i've seen that are you know trying to emulate the experience like I know I've seen something something on YouTube in the past year or so where like you hook there's this guy on basically a giant surfboard type thing and he hooks mm-hmm. up like a, a hose with like water spraying out of it and he can like hover above the ground on a stream of water which isn't really like a hoverboard but whatever they were like yeah, it's a hoverboard um, Yeah. And but the one that perhaps is closest to this experience is this is from a um, I think they did a Kickstarter even uh, huh. from uh, Hendo, is the name of the company, the Hendo Hoverboard. <laughs> have you seen this at all?
0: No, I have not seen this. Uh, this sounds interesting. I
1: have a uh, little YouTube video that I'm going to use to cover your face for a moment. But, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you know, it, basically it it is, well, okay, there's Tony Hawk. Um, oh, I love YouTube videos. Anyway, uh, the idea... You look at it and it actually kind of, I mean, it hovers on the ground. It looks yep. like it's fun. It, it, it does everything you'd think a hoverboard should be. Uh, the yeah. problem is that you have to like basically only use it on a, a metal track because it uses things like magnets. I mean, the, it, it's not the all purpose hoverboard people have been hoping for for 25 years. You know, uh, yeah. you could use it on like a half pipe or things like that. But that's about it. Um, yep. it's, it's still pretty cool, probably ridiculously expensive. And of course the main problem with hoverboards is, um, <clears throat> hovering. It have any friction. So it's going to be yep. ridiculously hard to control. It doesn't work at all. Right. Like it would in the movie. So, no. <laughs> uh, no. everyone would have to have pit bulls, which, uh, you know, you, you, have power, um, in order to get anywhere or stop even. So, right.
0: Again, one of those not not extremely uh, efficient. Even if it were created today,
1: exactly. It's like, is
0: this? And and so one of the things we probably don't want
1: exactly. And then something else I wanted to do is that at the end, when we're when we're talking about each of these technologies, perhaps at the end we take a moment and say, do we actually want hoverboards?
0: Yeah, yeah. I got you. All right, cool. So
1: so so, or do we want whatever technology? So so, I'm asking, do we really want hoverboards? I mean, on the surface, they seem really cool. Yes. But also ridiculously dangerous.
0: <laughs> really, really dangerous. I mean, like I say, they have to have some of that technology with, you know, uh, gyros and everything to be able to stabilize themselves. But even with something like that, you know, again, you look at that as a kid, and you go, oh, that's really cool. And then you think about that as, as an adult and you go, oh, my God, that's dangerous. Like, why oh, no. would I ever yeah, now do that, that, now, to that myself? now
1: that we're old, we're like, oh, that looks like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, wow, they're, they're going to get sued. And I like what uh, Andy fourteen oh four says in the chat. Basically, like, well, maybe the scientific principles of the movie were flawed. It's like, yeah, what, what, how you can basically control the hoverboard as much as you want, unless you're on water, which never really made sense. But uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't so, think we need hoverboards. I don't think so.
1: And, and frankly, yeah, the the scientific principles aren't terribly sound. I don't see how we could have hoverboards anytime in the near future, unless yeah. some ridiculous. Where's the,
0: where's the fuel cell? Doesn't yeah, even, yeah.
1: <clears throat> unless some ridiculous principle of physics uh, is, uh, it's is very, discovered. It's like
0: very thin. It's like there's nothing to it anyway. So hoverboards off the list. What else we got? All right, off the list. What's next? Um, well, I mean, I I, I have a couple of you. If you, you like well, let's did. let's go back and forth. What do you got? Okay. Um, so the, the first thing that came to my mind when I think about technology <laughs> in back to the future 2 is one of two things I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick one of them that I think about first, which is the, um, the video telephones mm-hmm. or slash the, McFry! uh, right. And the bit or the, or, you know, the, the big, big screens that they use to tell you that you're fired. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, Read my which, facts so yeah exactly <laughs> uh which which now looks hilariously funny you know we, we can talk about some of the trends that back to the future didn't get right in, in a little while too right so we'll that's that's we'll save that one to later but I, I thought this was a cool concept right so the, the thought is pretty simple you know something that's been around for a very long time in terms of uh the actual capability for technology but the the idea that people would want to to take the capability of their phones and build in video capability at home, right? Mm-hmm. Um, by and large, you could make an argument that this hasn't happened at all, but you could also make an argument that this is as pervasive as ever, right? You, you can make you the know? argument
1: that that's the whole reason you're able to join us tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And that and that there mm-hmm. is kind of a, it's a different screen, mm-hmm. potentially, or a different use case, or... or you know, the home phone seems like such a deprecated thing these days that the home phone kind of seems silly. People don't really have Uh, home
1: phones anymore.
0: No. So, so, so that, you know, the phone concept is almost foreign, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the piece I think that you can make an argument, you know, it has nothing to do with, with today. So it's a little bit off, but the idea of pervasive video is something that we deal with every single day. And, and as a matter of fact, it's one of the things that I, uh, it's, it's my job. I, I, I work on video <laughs> and deliver pervasive video, you know, uh, to all kinds of people. You're, so. you're an angry Japanese man
1: that fires people
0: on a daily that's basis? That's right. I you are. It. Yes. Yes,
1: you're
0: <laughs> fired. Uh,
1: so the funny thing about this particular piece of technology, I mean, it even said in, in the movie, it's like, you're using AT&T, which is an obvious plug, but that's because at and actually had the technology, they actually had video phones. Any yeah. kid who watched Nickelodeon around that time would re, would remember how every once in a while they'd have like these, um, uh, not competitions, but uh, like sweepstake things where like you'd mm. enter and if you won, like you would get called on an AT&T video phone to be like live or, or on a, a commercial or something like that and right. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, cool, it's the future, blah, blah, blah. But the, here's the problem with that technology is that on a daily basis, do you really want to see everyone that you talk to on the phone? The no. answer is no, no. 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 I, I mean, I sp- do you want? Do you? You can. The beauty of a phone is that you can pick it up first thing in the morning, and you know, before you've even brushed your teeth or gotten out of bed, like hello, and they don't have to see your crappy right. face. Or if you're right. just feeling tired or whatever, you don't have to see it. Right. When you have things like Skype or FaceTime or things like that, <clears throat> in my opinion. It is a special circumstance kind of video conference or video phone type thing where yes. if you are ready to sit down and have an extended conversation where you want to interact with that person, not just have a quick right. call or fire right. someone, you know, um, it's great for things like long distance relationships or visiting with family uh, that maybe across the country. And that's what it's mostly used for or com- video conferencing, obviously.
0: Well, yeah, it's really good for, for business yeah. applications, and it's, it's great for teaching as well. It's a great teaching tool. Um, but you're right. I mean, I, I think what, what we're seeing today is, is more of a consumer-driven video, right, which is very, a very yeah. different concept, which is what you see in Back to the Future. It's kind of the consumer-driven video experience. The, the phone part kind of doesn't make much sense anymore, but the idea of, of pervasive video being out there is pretty cool. The idea that it kind of floats around on the telephone network is laughable at best, Mm -hmm. Um, uh, which is pretty much the reason why AT&T couldn't sell that technology, because there's no real way that uh, you would ever want to see someone with highly, highly pixelated and very (laughs) extremely low frame rate video over copper lines. Um, And and as Zach says in the chat, uh,
1: the worst case scenario being like in Spaceballs, where you can have like a video screen in the toilet. It's an unlisted mm -hmm. wall basically right you, no one wants to see that
0: no I uh, agree but I think the the <laughs> idea you know of, of uh, if you ever look at any of the, the movies from the 80s where video phones come into play and there, there are a lot of them right I mean even I think you know alien and, and some of these movies where they're it's very futuristic and someone calls and it automatically pops on video As soon as you see that, you realize you don't realize at the moment, at the time. But now that we have video, you realize that that's a very unrealistic use case, right? Oh yeah, because at the end of the day, you don't want your phone to automatically pick up number one, and you don't want it to automatically pick up with video under any circumstances. You know, I'm trying to think. What was is it? Is it Alien? I'm trying to think of the movie from the '80s. I just have this image in my head where like the woman walks out of the shower, and the video phone automatically comes on. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, oh my God, what are you doing? Right? Yeah, it's like, why and would you ever want that? Yeah, it's like, that's a te- why would you put that phone in your bathroom? Was it alien or was it a total recall? It might have been, to- yeah, total recall. That sounds, sounds about right. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but I knew it was a big 80s movie, but anyway, the, the, you realize the use case is ridiculous, right? I mean, you know, if, if I don't want to see you guys, it just, yeah, yeah, done. Game over. Guess uh, you don't see me anymore. Nice product appointment
1: right? for Cisco. By the way, oh, thank hey, you. put that back up. This fake this uh this <laughs> this episode of Echo Screen Live is fake brought to you by Cisco. Things that do stuff. Things that do stuff. Right. And our and our, our Tanberg acquisition. Hey, so, by uh, the way, Tangent, yeah. have you watched Better Off Ted? Because no. you really
0: should. It's a great show. Okay. okay. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, that is a that's what we call in the business a non sequitur <laughs> anyway um, we're, we're we're yeah so the video the video phone thing is there. pretty cool to me because they they got elements of it right you know video is very pervasive but they got a lot of things wrong that it was very much tied to your phone and the way that it answers <laughs> and everything else is just silly and stupid so
1: so uh let's right. let's let's uh, move a little bit more by the way i just as an addendum to that one the whole japanese guy of course in charge of the company firing marty in Back to the Future, Future, Marty, in Back to the Future 2. Part of the whole Japanese takeover of the world thing that was kind of prevalent in the 80s. Everyone thought the Japanese were going to sit on top of the world forever. Didn't quite work that way. So, that's another one of those things that they kind of got wrong. Um, <clears throat> let's go with one that's... that's uh, so, so, we had the Cafe 80s in the movie, mm-hmm. very famously. Yep. Basically, this place, that's just a giant 80s nostalgia wank. Um, yep. Where you walk in, you're served Pepsi by... Uh, Ronald Reagan and the Ayatollah Khomeini or something like that. Um, so, I don't know if Cafe 80s actually exists or things like them, but the whole culture, the whole idea of giant nostalgia wanks, yeah. especially about the 80s, totally exist. It's kind of why we're talking to you guys right now. Right. Um, I mean, look at I Love the 80s, which is a show on VH1 that came out over a decade ago, and uh, that's all it was about was just like, "Hey, weren't the '80s great? Remember the '80s? You know?" And <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this is not anything new. But the thing is, is that it, it's kind of predicated on the whole idea of nostalgia that people will be nostalgic. You have people in their 30s and 20s, well, no, 30s and 40s who grew up in the their formative years in the '80s, and they are like, oh, "I remember that. I that was not a happier time." Blah blah blah. Um, so, of course. There's a lot of nostalgia for that, and things like the cafe '80s are definitely present in today's culture. Even if it, even if not exactly like that, um, but, kind of, but similar story. in many
0: ways. You know, I mean, yeah. It's...
1: Also, the store, the blast from the past store, where he got the uh, sports almanac, and they were selling like dustbusters and Jaws for the right. NES. There are totally places like that now. I mean, you would call them antique stores, where those have been around forever.
0: Exactly, and I, I think the. Uh... You know, the, the 80s, the cafe 80s was, um, when I see that, I think of all of like, because I mean, you know, you think of the, the 1985, the Back to the Future from 1985, and he goes back to the past and you see like the, the diner experience mm-hmm. with, you know, the jukebox and all that kind of stuff. And that's the first thing I think of when I'm thinking of the kind of cafe 80s experience. It's like they, it's like they just translated it, you know, 30 years or whatever in the future so that you could see what that would be like right and because how many 50s diners are there out there there's a ton right you know i don't live like right in the middle of you know a, a, a metropolis and there's so many 50s diners around me where you can just you know try to hop on and get a nostalgic you know get nostalgic for a time i didn't even live in I wasn't even close to living in right my parents lived in
1: no yeah, i mean um, yeah i mean, but people have like people have had 80s parties 80s themed parties for quite a while now you know it's it's, back in style now it's totally it's totally not new um all right what do you got
0: all right so um i you know this the 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 other thing that i think of when i think of technology (laughs) from back to the future are flying cars oh of course so um (laughs) you know the the delorean from the first movie that we all know and love which you know I think at that point had not yet been quite as relegated to being a boutique car, a symbol of the eighties, a symbol of the (laughs) eighties and a symbol of the excesses of the eighties. Yeah. Um, as much as the DeLorean had. So, so it wasn't quite that yet, but if you didn't love the DeLorean, you didn't have a pulse back in the eighties, right? It's, it's a, it's a cool, sexy car. It's awesome. And back to the future. And then it blows everybody's minds at the end of the first movie when the wheels turn up and he flies off because the DeLorean can fly and it uses its wheels as thrusters, right? That's awesome. But we don't really have any flying cars in 2015.
1: Mm. No, we don't. And it is not hard to see why. Yeah, okay, well, first off, there's a technology problem, which is kind of similar to the hoverboard, but not quite as bad. You, if someone wanted to make a flying car, they really could. I mean, it would, yep. you just basically get some little jet engine-type things on the sides. I mean, we have things like uh, Harrier jets, you know. The, right. the whole vertical, vertical take-off, takeoff and landing thing is not anything new in the, in the world of aviation. Yeah. Uh, or even necessarily consumer aviation. But the problem, of course, is... Think of your daily commute to school or work or whatever. Now, think of all those butt faces around you in flying pieces of metal and glass.
0: Yeah.
1: Does that sound like a good idea to anybody? No. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Yeah. And the the regulations are what kill the flying car, not the technology.
0: True. And I think at the end of the day, right, I mean, you know, it's it's a (laughs) think of how many car accidents are out there today. You know, and and if you if you crash in a flying car, you start hurtling toward the earth, in, <laughs> in, in you know in in yeah. terrible dramatic fashion. And so, if the crash doesn't kill you, the fall certainly will. Um, so you know maybe that's not such a great idea. Um, you know, I, but the thing- I am. I, I am I am less, so I was always intrigued by the flying car, I think it's a great idea, you know, blah, 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 because who doesn't want to have a car where you push a button and it, you know, grows wings and then you just fly out, right? I mean, that's cool. But when you start to think about the practicality of that, it doesn't make any sense and I would never, ever want to be in a flying car.
1: Uh, no, and I especially don't want other people in the flying cars. Another one of those things, like the hoverboard, seems like it would be really cool until you realize everyone else would be, you know killing themselves and others with that same technology. Uh, what's replacing that in terms of the next new, I mean, hopefully, the next new big car technology is not addressed in Back to the Future 2, and that's the self-driving car. Uh, that's right. The autopilot. It's something that a lot of car not just Google, a lot of actual car manufacturers are, they're taking an interesting approach. Uh, they are not just coming out and saying, here's your your self-driving car, go, because they realize that everyone would freak out Insurance companies would go crazy, and the government would slap ridiculous uh, restrictions all over the place. Right? They're introducing their
0: roads safe now. Yeah, right? they're, I mean, they're, but
1: they're introducing it in steps. They're like, like there are Nissans you can buy with like lane guidance systems that, like, if they sense you're on the, you're going a little bit off the road, uh, they'll they'll just automatically steer you back. You know, they have. I saw. I was reading an article about a new Audi that will be released in the next two or three years that will be fully. Uh, highway drive, self-drivable, you know, I mean, yes. granted it's just the highway, but hell, that's the most boring part of any commute. Uh, it really is. So, uh,
0: it's, it's the one most like the commuter train where you just want to sit and work and not worry about what's going on on the road.
1: Yeah. I mean, and so that's, that's what I'm much more excited for that idea than a flying car. I think it'd also be a lot
0: more useful. So Me too. And I that. think, you know, once, once, once a standard of technology comes out, you can standardize on things like what, you know, roads need to look like what, you know, those kinds of things where <laughs> cars can be automated, right, without having to be able to see the kind of indicators they see on the highway, which is one of the reasons they can drive on the highway, because the indicators are very clear, right? Yeah. Here are the lines. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's much more safe. It's not rules. a lot of stop
1: and go, blah, blah, blah. No.
0: But. No. So th- that's the only reason it works. And by the way, all those things have, you know… They have, just like Apollo 11, right? They got the little switch. You just turn the little switch, and all of a sudden, you take over, right? You don't, The computer doesn't have to drive everything, right? Yep. Um, matter <laughs> of fact, the computer will always stop when you want to take over, and that's always a good thing, too. So, you know, uh, a flying car idea, terrible. But The idea of, of building some more automation into vehicles and the idea of building more intelligence into vehicles, I think, is something that's very much alive. And uh, it's more kit from Knight Rider yeah. than it is... Uh, back to the future of flying
1: cars. It's actually true. You just basically uh, switch, uh, you know, install Google Now on your car and uh, give it self getting- driving. And it's pretty much
0: Kit. Also, Plus, if you buy the Android Wear, you can actually go, Kit, pick me up at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I have
1: thumbprint payment systems. Uh, this is Ooh, something, here we go. Something yep. uh, like. Um, where the the old guy comes up to Marty, he's like, "Hey, kid, thumb a hundred bucks and help save the clock tower." First of all, right. rampant inflation. There's that.
0: Yeah, um, that's cool. Yep,
1: not quite not that quite mad. that bad, but still. Yeah, but, but there's uh, rampant inflation. There's always inflation. Uh, yep. But but the idea that you can use your thumbprint to not only open not only pay money but also open doors and things like that. I mean, they do have thumbprint scanners for doors, but again, not a lot of people use them because it's kind of like well. What if the it doesn't read you correctly? What if the battery goes down? What if blah, 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 blah? And so you have to have a key system as a secondary backup. And if you're just going to have a key system anyway, what's the point? So that's why that's not a really big thing. But the idea of paying for something with your thumb is or, – or, or a cashless society, I should say, yep. is something, again, that was already started. I mean credit cards came out in like what, the 70s,
0: I guess? Maybe 60s? Well, I actually think – I think the first – is Diner Club <laughs> – Club the Diner Club card, I believe, I was actually early originated in the '60s. Maybe okay. Regardless,
1: it's been around. I think it's, since I think it's since
0: actually years. a lot older than you would think. But remember, back then, it would be like, and you get charged, you know, like two weeks later once they actually deducted the money from your account.
1: Exactly. So, but the idea, the idea being is that you don't need cash to to, to function and right. buy things in society. And right. uh, we're not we're not to the point where you can use a thumbprint to do so, but uh, I mean, we have credit cards, of course, but also chip and chip, uh, chip on pin. I think, which is more of a thing outside of America. Unfortunately, yeah. we're trying to catch up to, but it's basically like you just tap your card places, and it reads the information and it deducts from your account. Uh, but things like Apple Apple Pay, no, it's Google Wallet and Apple, yeah, Apple Pay. Right? It's basically a thing uh, where, where you use your phone
0: to. Yes, I think it is Apple Pay. Is
1: yeah, you and and you can just. The- you know, yeah. adjust your accounts or whatever, and you can just tap it to whoever and pay with that. that that's not quite a thumbprint, but it's, it's, again, moving toward that cashless society. I, I, I just Diners really... Club
0: originated in 1950, by the way.
1: So. Holy crap. Well, there you go.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I mean, so the idea of cashless society is, is, is huge, right? I mean, you know, I'm always kind of tempted to a grocery store or whatever just to get some cash, to have some cash on hand. Because it almost seems like a novelty, like you know, I, I was not stiffing the Salvation Army guy during, you know, the Christmas season this year. Uh huh. I just I just don't carry any cash in my wallet, so until that guy starts taking credit cards, you couldn't he ain't thumb getting him, any of you my couldn't money. You couldn't thumb him hundred bucks. Yeah, thumb him hundred bucks. But the, the idea of so even that this seems a little deprecated to us. But I think the, the idea of um, you know being able to pay in a way that is more closely linked to you. And not just kind of um, your proxies is an interesting concept. So yeah. I give my thumbprint or I somehow provide a device that shows that this is me. This is personally me. It's not somebody else. You know, It's not you know, uh, someone that's stolen my money. It's me and it's verifiably me. That's something we're going to see a lot more of moving forward, I think. Um, in terms of some of the biometrics and, and things that are going on now, where you know, I mean, look, I know it's a small thing now, right? But but the, the iPhone, uh, the Samsung Galaxy Note, right? I mean, they 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 have thumbprint readers on them that allow you to unlock the, the devices now. True, right? true. Now, if, if you're using your device to pay, that's effectively paying with your thumb, right? I mean, that's what it is. Well, let's call um, it. Let's call it uh, plausible. so yeah i know yeah they use the MythBusters term right it is plausible because you're you unlock the device with with your with your fingerprint and you can pay with uh, in in google it's nfc right and google's had nfc for three generations of phones now welcome to the party apple but um, but you know it's yeah so it's so i i can see that kind of playing out i mean that's that's not a bad one so uh we we still have like six or seven more so
1: let's let's uh let's do a a lightning round. Get through. Let's yeah. get like a minute to each of the rest of
0: these. Yeah, uh, Mr. Fusion. Yeah, so the Mr. Fusion was exactly where I was going to go. I the Mr. Fusion would be awesome to have. We're getting a lot closer to sustainability. You just kind of cram your garbage into a little kind of food disposer, kind of food disposal looking thing, and it converts your garbage to energy. While that doesn't exist today, what I think does exist is a lot more energy efficient stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, I know where we generate our power these days, especially here in America and really the the most of the developed world, is much more conscious about how they use energy now and how they recycle stuff to make more energy. So maybe more on a macro level than a micro level.
1: Yeah, obviously, if you're talking about just with cars, I mean, obviously, there are no fusion reactors, either large or small scale, but there is more ways than just gas to power your car that are actually feasible. I mean, the rise of hybrids and now electric cars as a somewhat reasonable way to get around is is a thing uh, cooking nat- oil natural gas uh, vehicles you know there's there's lots of different ways that power, car companies are looking to power vehicles and you know gas isn't the only way anymore um, you had
0: compufax i had the compufax this one was a cool I, I thought this was great because we all know now that one of the one of the the coolest technologies on the rise even though it's very scary are uh, unmanned drones oh. with very, very highly specialized cameras that can do all kinds of things. Now, uh, in Back to the Future, there is uh, there is the copy facts, which is the idea that news stories no longer require human beings, but instead uh, drones actually capture <laughs> stuff and then write the stories for USA Today. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that the USA Today has the story Boy, that the video drone strange. shot. Right. Yep. So, um, you know, cameras that could somehow kind of detect what was going on and report the news. Definitely not uh, what we have today. Although drones are becoming much more prevalent, and drones are being <laughs> utilized in news applications more. Drones happen to be more of a sports and Mm -hmm. a package delivery technology in the world that we live in. (laughs) Well,
1: potentially, and that's actually something I meant to bring up with the whole flying car thing is the regulations concerning drones are so heavy-handed right now. Can you imagine if they were not small, uh, remotely operated things and actually, like, big hulking vehicles with people in them? No, not going to happen. Not going to happen. All right. Uh, power lace shoes. This is something that Nike came out with, like, in homage uh, to the... uh, sneakers a few years ago in limited quantities I, th- I think uh proceeds went to parkinson's research for michael j fox foundation of course but um the, the what the, the shoes that nike released were just modeled after those shoes and they lit up but they didn't have power laces mm-hmm. um this isn't a technology that's passed us i believe um yeah. but why why don't we have power lace shoes
0: yeah i mean that, that was a little mystifying to me i'll tell you why because loafers <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, lo- loafers. Well, I mean, think about it, right? Because, I mean, loafers used to be kind of just like the. They were, there was only a very specific kind of shoe. That's why they're called loafers. When, like, when you, when I say loafers, what comes to mind for you? Like, it's not a type of shoe as much as it is, you know, uh, a specific shoe, right? It's the casual, you know, almost, almost like office kind of shoe. Like, it's the, it's the casual Friday shoe almost for the, for the office. But, you know, the problem, well, not the problem, but the problem for self-lacing shoes is that loafers exist in every kind of thing now, right? You can buy Skechers sneakers that are loafers. You don't need laces. They fit perfectly well, and they're awesome for walking and running, right? I think that's a big part of it, right? Well, I, I, that's why you don't need laced shoes.
1: Well, according to according to Anatomy 20, uh, Nike has patented the self-lacing lacing shoe. So maybe they will surprise everyone later this year and actually come out with it. Uh, in, in There's order rumors to, that they
0: will. There's rumors that they will. Because, like I have. said,
1: it's not hard technology. I don't think it's hard to figure out. Frankly, shoe technology, I don't get. I don't understand why we still lace our shoes like it's the dang 18th century. This is yeah. why I wore Velcro shoes till I was 15 and was forced to, you know, grow up and, you know, yeah. tie my shoes. I'm still bitter about that. But I anyway. will add
0: one thing though. There is an incredible show that is out of season right now, but it's coming back. I believe it's on the Science Channel called Going Deep. With David Reese, that sounds dirty. in which you can learn, you can learn to do. It's a it's a self help show for stuff you do all the time. So he will teach you how to tie your shoes properly. Fantastic episode. Check it out.
1: All right, uh, uh, we have so we have uh, power jackets, as in jacket. self fitting, self drying,
0: self drying. Um,
1: yeah, I.
0: <laughs> I could use a self drying jacket. I would buy that. Does your jacket really get wet that often? I mean, I'm I'm out. Uh, No, not not as much as as it probably would require to make that kind of investment.
1: I mean, the thing is, is like, how often do you need to resize your jacket? Not often. Yeah, I mean, the thing. Yeah, I think the technology could happen. I think it obviously could happen. It would just cost several thousand dollars and be useless. uh, It it would be. It would
0: be useless. Yeah, because you know, you're not using less material, which would be no. You're using, kind of the reason to do something like that. Right? More.
1: It's not like the power lace thing because you don't—you know—shoes you take on and off every right. day. Uh, a, ja- a jacket, once you get the right length, you get the right length. Your, your arms don't randomly grow in size during the. Anyway. Yeah, but that's not. The, the analog
0: would be the, the, the jacket that that self zips and buttons up in nice, you know, comfy fashion. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon either. Eh,
1: anyway, the okay. zipper
0: is quite pervasive, <clears throat> and effective uh it's a great invention intrusive
1: advertisements uh when marty's walking down the street and he has the goldie wilson uh car ad pop in front of his face out of nowhere um right we don't have things quite like that but you know what advertisers are trying i mean the uh the whole cook thing tracking of cookies on websites ask you know google basically knows more about you than you ever will and they tailor their ads for it which is why they're so rich um, right
0: this, the, the, and why pe- why people want to buy their products
1: yeah and, and advertisements snaking into more and more things uh, and becoming more kind of accepted by the general public. I mean you can take that that Goldie Wilson advertisement as an analog for the per, the more pervasiveness of advertising and the yes. more tailored aspect it's
0: been taking. Speaking of which if I if I have I don't mind the TV ads because I mean well Kate Upton. But if I ever see another Game of War ad jump up on the screen during, like, you're just, you're just like, you know, on your phone, you're playing a game or whatever, and a freaking Game of War ad comes up, it's just like, stop, stop doing this.
1: I will say, uh, so people have been talking a long time about how things like Netflix and uh, YouTube will basically become the new TV. Yeah. It officially happened today. I, I, I. Oh, oh, the the, the king was, of
0: TV deemed it. It, it was today the king of cartoons. <laughs>
1: Uh, and Mr. And cha- Let the Cherry, cartoons <laughs> no, again, no, because it was today that I I was watching a YouTube video and I had to watch a little ad beforehand on my little mobile phone. And you know what it gave me? It gave me a local car salesman ad. Right. And I was like, holy crap! This is this feels like I'm watching local TV now, yeah. and it's it's tailored down to it knows where I am and it knows where it, it can give me a local car ad. And the car ad people know enough to advertise on the internet. That's it. It's done.
0: TV. They have they, been doing that for a while. They're, uh, they're a Buster. Shut your face. It was today only. But 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 the 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 concept, right, is not only, you know, when you see it in a movie, you see you see kind of the idea that, you know, advertisements might be helpful or advertisements might just be kind of overwhelming. What you what you don't see there is is the fact that it is also incredibly valuable if you do it right. So, you know, really when you think about it, the, the biggest businesses on the planet right now are trying to figure out how to harness the energy of more crappy advertising a ala what's he and back to the future. Isn't that crazy? It's a little crazy. Just saying. It's crazy. And, you know, it's crazy. I'm not saying advertising crazy. wasn't always big. Advertising was always big, but
1: advertising didn't exist before the 90s. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Food rehydrators. This is like where uh Lorraine puts the little tiny Pizza Hut pizza... There was a lot... You know yeah. what? Looking back, there was a lot of advertising in that movie. A lot of product
0: placement. Anyway. absolutely happened in... in, in that.
1: <clears> so, uh, there was like... The made food, a lot of money with that. The food Bob re- Zemeckis
0: got rich. <laughs> he wasn't before? Oh, he was, he was rich.
1: Uh, so, anyway, uh, the food course, rehydrator where you get the, don't tiny, don't, yeah. the, t- the tiny little Pizza Hut pizza and you put it in, and a few yeah. seconds later, poof, it's a giant Pizza Hut pizza. Right. First off, that's not how food dehydration f- works. That's no. not how that's not how freeze dried food works. No. Uh, so first off, it's just wrong. That's not how this works.
0: But that's second, not how any of
1: this works. Secondly, even if you had a, a a food product that you sold in a little packet, that if you did something to it, heated it up, put water in it, it exploded in size. Yeah, that seems dangerous because some fool is going to take a bite out of that little puck. And you know what it is in your stomach? It's warm and it's wet. It'll explode and the guy guts everywhere. Just not a good idea. Right. Not not a good idea at all. It's not going to taste as good. That's the funny thing. Everyone for a long time thought the future was going to be like, oh, everyone goes to super processed foods and it's going to be like pill form and stuff. But you know what? I mean, even ignoring the whole organic crap that's been going on the past 10, 15 years and gluten-free, blah, 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 in general... Food preparation and stuff you buy in the store has moved more toward uh, fresh ingredients and that's right and things like that which well I, you had the
0: whole food ink kind of backlash against processed food. Yeah and, and you know the the idea that frozen is bad now, right? right um, I mean, And,
1: and it, food just generally tastes better. I mean you can go into almost any any store now at any supermarket nowadays and there's gonna be a deli counter. You know, which is, I don't recall seeing nearly as much, like 20, 30 years ago.
0: No. Um, they, they stuck out the product, what, what, and you, yeah. walked, you bought it, and that was that.
1: Yeah, you you buy your, pa- you buy your packaged uh, deli meat, and that's about it. And here and now they'll slice it. I might be completely off on this. It just seems that way to me. Anyway. Yeah. All right, and I got.
0: Well, now it's, you know, much more expanded.
1: It's, it's big, but. Yeah. Six-channel TV. You know, you see Marty Jr. watching six channels at once on TV. Right. Um, we don't have that. We do have picture in yeah. picture, yeah. which I don't think a lot of people use, but it just doesn't make sense to have six channels at once on a yeah. television because
0: you, you don't. Because you, you, you can't. Even the most ADD of us of all. <laughs> can't us, watch that. Cannot do six channels at the same time. It just doesn't work. But what we can do is this
1: dual screen or even triple screen thing where like you're watching TV. Yes, and we've maybe not all of us have done it, but I know a lot of us. You're like, oh, who's that actor? Here's the phone. Oh, look up on IDV. Oh, it's that person. Oh, okay. Oh man, look at that play in the in the right. Super Bowl that just happened. I'm going to tweet about that. You know, right. it, and that it's the that dual screen thing that has become a way that we interact and watch entertainment.
0: And you know, the the only place I was just thinking about this where I do watch multiple screens at the same time because I do, I, I, I realize I do this every single week, is the NFL Red Zone channel.
1: Oh my God, that's an amazing thing, yes. Which is, Which is the cool.
0: greatest thing that has ever been invented by human beings. Especially if you play fantasy football. If you, it, or if you just love football and you hate commercials. You just turn on, I turn it on at one o'clock and I don't turn it off until eight o'clock when they go off the air. But you literally watch nothing but football with no commercial interruptions, all day, sometimes with three <laughs> or four different games going on at exactly the same time. Uh,
1: by the way, Adam820 in the chat quotes Marty McFly Jr. by saying, Okay, I want channels eighteen twenty four sixty three one zero nine eighty seven 24, 63, 109, 87, and the Weather Channel. I don't know if he actually remember if that's the actual quote, and if you remember that off the top of his head. But if you did, Adam congratulations because you out nerded me on back to the future yeah, yeah, you i mean. don't I, even i don't recall that exact quote no. like what channels he calls out so congratulations yeah. all right last one and here's here's what i got for you <clears throat> it's early do you think the cubs are going to win the world series oh
0: in a clean sweep over miami uh they have which is really the florida marlins but whatever yeah but but well, no. Now they're they're now they're the Miami Marlins. So oh, they it, it are. works. It works. It, it works. works well for this, right? <laughs> That's true. I they, forgot. You know, they were the Florida Marlins when they won. Now they're the Miami Marlins, and they're the most uh, they're the least uh, uh, valuable franchise in Major League Baseball. They have been for um, a while. I thought. Anyway, do what? Nothing. Go ahead. Yeah. So the uh, if the Cubs are going to win, I'll say this: if the Cubs are going to win, since since the Bartman ball, this is the, this is the best chance they've had since that time because they have a new manager. Everything, everything is lining up Cubs. It could happen. I'm just saying it could happen. So
1: I will put it this way. <clears throat> the old guy in Back to the Future 2 says, ah, should have put some money on the Cubbies. Who could have seen it? 100 to one shot. The it cur- is 100 to one shot. The current Vegas odds, 14 yep. to one that the Cubs will oh. win the World Series. See, now 14-1 to 1 is, is a bad, lot better than I would have thought. Not bad yeah. at all. Uh, in fact, I think there's only like five teams that have better odds. So it could happen. If the Cubs win the World... I guarantee you, if the Cubs can even make it to the World Series, so many geeks across oh this God. lovely nation will be cheering their hearts out for the Cubs yes. to win.
0: And and yes, Red Mage, we know the Cubs are not going to win. That's Thank, thank you for pissing on everyone's parade. <laughs> what, we're, what we're saying is... Is that it's possible. It could happen. Put in your it money now. Um, you know, I, I, I think, uh, I mean, the Cubs haven't won since 1909-ish. I thought it was 1903. Okay, so it's probably even older then. So I was just taking a stab there. But it's, it's, been, over it's been a years. long, yeah. long time since the Cubs have won the World Series. <laughs> if that happens, it's going to be an amazing thing because everyone and their mother will be tweeting about it. Um you know, it'll, it'll be a huge, huge event. People will actually watch the World Series again. Imagine yeah. that. The
1: Ottoman Empire did exist after the Cubs won their last World Series.
0: The, cu- the Cubs go undefeated. They go 162-0. <laughs>
1: anyway. All right. So... Um, I think we covered that's a there's a lot of stuff they showed off in
0: in that movie. There's a lot more stuff, yeah, and, and all the you start to realize all the product placement, everything that's in Back to the Future. Yeah, I see. Um, yeah, so cool. To look at these things. Hey, you know what I think is cool though? Eighties nostalgia. It's cool. You want to know why? Why? Because the you remember when we were you know when 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 it was the nineties and the eighties were so not cool. The eighties are totally cool again and uh it's in music it's in movies it's you know it's in all all this kind of stuff so it's cool to be thinking about the 80s and thinking about how cool the 80s were again because they were so uncool for so long this uh the show brought to you by the 80s it's the show brought to you fakely by the 80s (laughs) we're back and we're cool all right, so uh, let's move on to the question and answer portion of the program because you know we're only uh, twenty minutes behind schedule as usual. Um, as usual, so uh, not, not for not for trying. Well, I, we
1: started pretty much on time tonight. So I got a special question to open it up. <clears throat> okay, from our good uh, our good friend Ian of uh, the Pat the NES Punk Show. Uh, yes, talk about Ricotta.
0: So this is this is this the cheese program now? This is this is or is or is this more like the you know the the variety that <laughs> exists in uh, the thighs of um, old people? Is that the ricotta we're talking about? Oh, that's gross. And no,
1: uh, no. no. Welcome to Clan of the Gray Wolf where we talk about Italian cheeses.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, okay, yeah. We so, to talk about
1: so, so what are your thoughts on ricotta? Baked ziti. Ooh, okay. baked ziti is pretty ricotta good.
0: Ricotta cheese with ricotta cheese. Mm-hmm. Might be the greatest thing in the entire world
1: so have you had you've had meat pie right yeah okay yeah. Okay. And have you had like, like my mom made four meat pies for, for Christmas I got I got three of them sitting in my fridge oh it's delicious it I believe delicious. I think there's ricotta in it I'm pretty darn sure I think
0: there's ricotta meat pie there's like all sorts there's,
1: of, there's like ricotta cheese and there's all sorts of other cheeses Italian cheese. it's cheeses, just a meat and cheese explosion and eggs and, and a bunch of Italian meats it's delicious I gotta get some after this show because now I'm hungry for it um, furthermore, also, lasagna. Lasagna is amazing, but you know what? Ricotta is ricotta is magic to me for one reason. The cannoli. The cannoli. You can take you if you said, "Hey, I'm going to take this cheese and stuff it in this shell and you're going to like it because it's a sweet delicious treat." I'd say, "What? Yes. You're ridiculous." But no, yeah. it works with ricotta. Magnificent. It just works. And I I hate you because you are like right near cannoli Central.
0: I am right near Cannoli Central. And you can and, get the uh, best,
1: the best you know, up there.
0: The, the the debate is is where Cannoli Central <laughs> may be, but uh, as you know, there are plenty of great places to get a cannoli um, in the North End. Uh, Maria's
1: got to go to Maria's maria's my, is good it's mike's not, is good
0: mike mike's is fine
1: mike mike's a little, a little touristy for uh, my taste
0: what's yeah the other one that's across it's like universe uh galaxy what the hell's the name universal universal anyway that one's really really good too i i i, I, I slipping me for some reason right now i don't can't think of the name but it's really really good yes uh,
1: in fact um, I, I think i think when we're up uh in in the uh, Bastion area for pax east Maybe we should take a side trip to Maria's, Just
0: saying. Uh, maybe we should. We probably we should. will have to because we're old now, and we don't. We don't. We don't get uh, enough entertainment just by playing video games at the old Pax East anymore. <laughs> it takes. It uh, takes cannoli anyway. That's right. Now, if you would like to ask us a question that, that is cannoli related or not, or has anything to do with meatballs and gravy or ricotta cheese, all you have to do is uh, send me a question. Click on my name if you're in the chat, Commodore One Twenty Eight. I'll put. Oops, not her. Here. Not her. Um, Just click on my name over there, and uh, all you have to do is send me a private message. Uh, Several of you already have. I'll ask some of those questions here, uh, because several of them are pretty dang good. (laughs) Also, if you'd like to ask us a question, you can just tweet me at Mm -hmm. It's the Commodore. Let me know what your question is there, and if it's good enough, and we have enough time, which we're running out of quickly. So ask a good one quickly. Yep, I'm sorry. The
1: only question we could take was about ricotta. Good night, everybody.
0: Yeah, we yeah, exactly. We'll we'll uh we will answer it on the air. So all right, let's uh let's get let's get to it, shall we? Uh good friend of the program, Psychopather, asks, with another successful marathon under your belt, what's on the docket for next year? Psychopather, you've been here too too damn long to know that it's way too early to be talking about what we're doing for the for the marathon next year. Um because this is always the time of year where we go, I don't think we want to do this again. <laughs> Wait, what? We're not doing it again? What are we doing again? I didn't say that. I'm just saying, you know, we, we always kind of look around and we kind of go, uh... Always, that was, was a lot of stuff.
1: It's always too early to think on to next year. At least it's not like the uh, the Rock Band Marathons where we... Uh, where we knew we were going to Lost do it our minds. Although, yeah. I do have... Yeah. Sorry?
0: Where we would just be like, this is the worst idea ever. You know? <laughs> I, it was ever
1: I do, if I can find it have something to share with folks. People have been hounding me for a long time to um, upload pieces of the marathon. And I'm terrible at doing things. Uh, But you know who is really good at it is Anatoly Lizard who has been awesome uh, in the marathon. Uh, Just like helping us out during the marathon and such. But uh, he has been uploading not just uh all parts of the uh well, let me see here
0: I'm trying to find oh, the, the, the interesting interesting kind of uh yeah. pieces.
1: Yes. Yeah, so basically he's uploading all parts of the marathon currently from 2014. And I think he also has last year as well. Potentially. He does last year as well. So here you go folks. Uh, I don't know, but there, he has ninety one videos up from uh this year's marathon. So you know what folks? I'm gonna put the the uh link right there in the chat please visit his channel and if you are just ridiculous and you want to relive the madness uh from sonic boom to to uh hey you're good oh no it's the whole thing it's the whole thing <laughs> he's, he's got all, all 88 parts up so go there give him give him some love subscribe watch the videos Awesome. Um it is awesome. that that's uh you can you can search for this on YouTube if you're listening on the uh on the podcast. It's Anatory Lizard, A N A T O R A Y Lizard on YouTube.
0: Anyway. That is that is some sweet sweet sauce right there. There you go. got to love it. Um let's see here. Uh another good friend of the program, Karara too, asks I'm thinking of getting a 3D printer. I've heard bad things about the MakerBot. Is there any particular 3D printer that would be good to pick up? What do you know about 3D printers, Rue? Uh,
1: I know we have some at work, but they probably cost a lot more than the MakerBot. Yeah. Um, True. I've heard good things about the Cube. Yeah. I I don't have one myself, but, um, yeah, I, I, I've heard not great things about the MakerBot. The thing is is that you know it's getting to the point where the cheap cheap relatively cheap 3d printers are becoming a thing unfortunately at this point they kind of have to skimp on quality for the most part for that so you got to yeah. be careful yeah um, it's like everything
0: it's 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 a marketplace Yeah, it will mature
1: but it's interesting um also anyone i assume who asked that Carrara.
0: yes Carrara too Yep.
1: i assume Carrara has already this you know level of tech, technical expertise but in general if you are interested in 3D printers, um, make sure you know some sort of CAD software and things like that. It's kind of kind of a necessity to make good use of it. Or just
0: know uh, where you can find really talented people that can do it for you.
1: Yeah, just find some mechanical engineers you can...
0: But that's why, that's why 3D printing is so exciting. Bribe with ricotta cheese. With your ricotta cheese and your meatballs and gravy. But you can you can just go online, you know, the, the DIY sites that we that we all look at now, or at least I, I do, you know, the instructables.com, things like that. Wouldn't it be nice if I just kinda of took now they usually they'll post some kind of plans or things like that. Now you can just take those plans, do your own thing. It's right there. Pretty interesting. Ready to go. Interesting time. I love it. It's great. Uh, it. yep. All right. right. Uh, Dr. Doctor Ruhu asks. <laughs> Since Amazon brought back the 90s soda surge, what other 90s stuff would you guys like to see come back? And what are your SB predictions? SB predictions. Super Bowls. Super Bowl predictions.
1: First off, I think you said that you you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. He, now that Amazon has brought back the soda, comma,
0: surge. Oh, there was no comma here. Sorry.
1: Well, at least put a space in.
0: I should have done that. You You said like the soda surge. Yes, I did that. Anyway,
1: mm-hmm. uh, I still like Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi is the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> I know there there are some uh, sodas out there that supposedly are very much like it, but I haven't tried them. I need I need to look, I need to search those out. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, that's, that's I, I was the first never thing. a fan
0: of Surge, so I, that's I to didn't me, like that Surge. Wasn't, yeah, it's like what what are they doing? But Crystal Pepsi would be awesome. Um, for me, when I think of the '90s, you know, one of the things I think I'd like to see back, uh, besides uh, slap bracelets, oh, is um, Th- those
1: are a thing; those are still around, and they're safer oh, now.
0: They're, oh, they're they're safer now. That's good. They're That's like good silicone, now. in, in wrapped. Cool. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, silicone. You know, I like that. I like the feel of silicone. If you know what I mean. Um, nope. So I, I already got my wish of, of the '90s coming back because Toad the Wet Sprocket made a new album. Wow. You want some? Savage? And it's really. And it's really good. You want some Savage so. Garden? No. No You're Savage Garden. Did you ever get that CD back? No. From no. uh, What's-Her-Face? Yep. No. no I, I never got it back. Well, I, we saw her at the reunion, and I, I, I said, just keep it. That, what was it, her name? It my heart to know this shit. Well, I'm, I'll tell you offline, because there's no reason to say her name on the Why, well, there's
1: probably millions of them. She'll, she'll be famous. It'll be great.
0: No. Not, Is it no Tiffany? To...
1: Sarah? Sarah?
0: No. Sarah? None of those. Jennifer? It's, it's, it's none of those.
1: Mallory? Rose? It's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it after. Ethel, Any is. It was, was Ethel. Okay. You got it. Thank you. You nailed it. And no, no. Trippin Durango or Drago, Dra- whatever. <laughs> Crystal Pepsi was not just clear Pepsi. It was a different flavor. There was it like was lemon and lime
0: different. in it. it was different. It was delicious. It was, yeah. Anyway, the thing that I remember is the old Van Halen commercial. Like you know, right, right now. now. And it was, yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, great. Uh, connecting. To that question, DTX180 asks, "What was your go-to snack food as a kid?" Oh, uh, did I have a go-to? Well, I mean, I, I know what we would drink. We would be drinking Dr. Smooth.
1: <clears throat> oh man, that's true. Uh, when, we're, when we were in high school, uh, Dr. Smooth, which was the president's choice, like store label, Dr. Pepper off-brand from Harris Teeter, nice. which. They don't have any more. It was better than Dr. Pepper. It was much better than Dr. Pepper. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That's a, oh, I can still taste it. It's delicious. Oh, yeah.
0: it's so good. Oh,
1: uh, Can't buy it now. It'd be um, disgusted. When I was a... Yeah. When I was a... Oh, we didn't even talk about Super Bowl. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, what's
0: the yeah, Super Bowl prediction? Go ahead. Uh,
1: Patriots and uh, uh Seahawks. Hmm. Seahawks will probably and- win. Because I'm sad. The
0: Seahawks win by how much? Seven. Hmm. Interesting. Um, because I'm not going to get my hopes up. I think I think it'll probably be the Seahawks and the Patriots, and I think I think it will not be a close game. <laughs> I think the Patriots will win by. So you think the Patriots points. will win? Wow. I think the Patriots will win by 14 points.
1: I mean, I think they could. The problem is, is that ugh, the Patriots can be inconsistent as crap, which makes me yep. sad.
0: Um, uh, you know, I happen to know something about this at this point. because yeah. It's pretty much all that's...
1: Well, at least, at least I can thank God that there's no chance that the Patriots could meet the uh, Giants in the Super Bowl. Anyway.
0: Oh, yeah. No, because that would be a worst-case scenario for that. <sighs> if people ask me how I can be a Giants fan up in New England, i say it's actually pretty easy. <laughs> or, yeah. Next next time next time the Patriots beat the Giants in any kind of meaningful game, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll have a hard time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, um, when I was
1: a little kid, yeah. and I I was just thinking about or rediscovered this tapioca pudding
0: was my jam. Love tapioca pudding. There was about two years so of my young life that I don't remember, where all I would eat, <laughs> and, I, and I I say this almost quite literally here because I my my parents actually swear hmm. that that all I would eat was cheese doodles. That's all i'd eat that's interesting yeah
1: okay. go
0: to snack cheese doodles mm. um not sure why but i love cheese doodles um all right uh trippin drago asks hey guys how do you feel about scalpers and their spiffy ebay reselling Ugh. i assume I hate
1: so this is probably related uh, or maybe or maybe not related to the uh uh pre-orders were released for uh limited edition uh New Nintendo 3DS XL. God, it's such a mouthful. Uh, Majora's Mask limited editions that uh, basically immediately sold out on pre-orders at like Best Buy and Amazon, stuff like that. And then almost immediately up on eBay uh, yep. were showing up like, oh, 350 bucks for this. Like, oh, come on, jerks. Yep. It's um, and, and the same kind of thing with Amiibos, rare Amiibos that Nintendo highly underappreciated the market for, like Marth have been skyrocketing in price. I haven't checked lately, but last I saw, there was like 100 bucks. It's annoying. I wish... There's really no way around it. Yeah. It's the market. It's the. I mean, you can't argue too much against the marketplace. Supply and yeah. demand. If something's in low supply and there's a lot of demand, people can charge more for it. The that's only it. way to fight it is to convince people like Nintendo to print more of your crap that people want. Yeah. I don't understand why it's so hard for them to understand sometimes, but whatever. It's true. It's the only way and, around
0: it. Yeah, there's there's really no way around it. Um, you know, th- there are always going to be legitimate reasons to do what some of these people do, except they do it in kind of bulk. It's like their own you know way to make money, and 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 I guess you know that's the the market will dictate whether they're successful or not. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I hate scalpers though. It's a, it's a terrible.
1: it doesn't mean I, I like scalpers, but
0: no, yeah. no, I do um, Razalon asks, Do you think Nintendo will merge their next two console lines? Or, I'm sorry, do you think Nintendo will merge their two console lines into one next gen console? If so, where do you think their focus will be?
1: Oh, you mean like instead of having a
0: mobile and a hand, uh, I'm sorry,
1: instead of having a handheld and a console, make it one big thing? Uh, yeah, I've been hearing right. rumors about that lately which I don't know if there's anything behind it basically like making it into a one big like kind of like mobile ish device. Yes. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I believe all that stuff. Um I don't know. Yeah. Nintendo's weird cuz they can be very conservative and yet very uh uh like crazy ideas thrown against the wall. It really depends on how much their back is up against the wall. If they if they're doing well, they'll be conservative as crap. If they're um feeling cornered, they could try something crazy, ridiculous that might strike it rich. Um,
0: Yes. Yeah, I I mean, I I don't see any, I don't see the two form factors merging as much as I see. I doubt it, I'll put it that way. You know, I think Nintendo is actually, right now, not because they're cannibalizing, they're, they're ceasing to cannibalize their own market, but because they're I think they just have missed the opportunity now to really make a ton of money in the mobile space. You know, they could do with the standardization of Apple with 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 some of the things that have been done with Android to make it more stable and and, and standard across devices. Imagine being able to download a, a specific Nintendo made and produced game for those uh, applications and I think they would make a ton Still not cannibalize what's going on with the with mobile platform, but make a ton of money. I mean, if you ever want to cry, just go find out how much money Clash of Clans makes daily <laughs> on yeah. iOS. Daily, right? Um, and realize that Nintendo could do that. They could make that much money with some of their apps and they're just not doing it. And I, well, I realize why they're not doing it. I just think they've missed that transition and it's going to be tough for them to catch it up. I don't think they're going to merge their platforms though. Okay. Um, let's see here. Man, there's a lot of great questions. This is, this has just been. Uh, a deluge of awesome questions you guys have done a great job been a while. Uh, v- VN Reader asks with Majora's Mask 3D being released shortly, if you guys could pick any game to be remade for the current generation which would you pick? man, that's a good question the current generation to be remade
1: so, so a current generation meaning I don't, I don't think I got the question, I'm sorry
0: so, so you know, he he's obviously loves the idea that Majora's Mask three D is being re- is being released shortly. Oh, okay. If you guys okay. could pick any game to be remade for the current generation, like any game oh, for, from the past that thought, could I, be remade for the current generation. Sorry, I thought
1: he meant from the current generation.
0: No, no, no. Um, no.
1: <clears throat> I would be very interested in seeing a Final Fantasy VI remake. Um, obviously, I mean, we I, and I've said that before. Yeah. Uh I used to have. A lot of trepidation about that but you know what Square Enix or really was it Arte Piazza uh, whoever has remade all the Dragon Quest games on the DS mm-hmm. and Final Fantasy 4 on the DS just did an amazing job And that was fantastic Final Fantasy IV on the it, DS
0: was awesome.
1: if they could do that with Final Fantasy 6 that'd be awesome I'm kind of I don't understand why like that's the like that and Final Fantasy 7 are like the the two two of their, be- their most major properties are the two that they just will not do
0: much of anything else with, except maybe port it. No. and that's about it. Right. But anyway, I don't know. my My pick is because the current generation technology is so great. I would pick remaking the old X Wing and Tie Fighter games. Mm, um, that's because good because those there's never been a true great space sim the way that X Wing and Tie Fighter were. Um, there was the kind of Rogue Squadrons and things like that, but they just did not live up at all in my mind to X Wing and Tie Fighter. So i like to see those remade for uh, current generation hardware. Um, let's see here. Yeah, it's getting to the point where I'm actually people actually asked a ton of the same questions, which is always cool too because that means people are talking on the the same um, same wavelength. So here, here's one for you. Uh, Juan asks, "What is the future of JRPGs?" With the constantly shrinking Japanese console market.
1: Constantly shrinking Japanese console market.
0: I think he's referring to the the constantly shrinking Japanese gaming or Japanese production market. As in, oh. it's just so few Japanese production houses now as compared to where they used to be.
1: Hmm. Is that... Yeah, no, I guess that is kind of the case. They, yeah. Well, I mean, we've we've talked before also about how in the past ten years or so, Japanese development houses have come across harder times. They they don't rule yeah. the the world of video games like they used to. No. Uh, Square Enix, in particular, has a lot of issues. Um, it seems with getting success, even with their old JRPG, you know, bastions. Um, right. But we also went to a pretty, a mildly interesting panel at PAX East last year that had Jason Schreier from Kotaku, who's like a JRPG uh, savant. Um, and he made the good point that, you know, Square Enix right now is not all JRPGs. You have right. some, I mean, yeah, they did go with Bravely Default, but I mean, you have other other development houses like Level 5 who did, um, well, I mean, they did the latest Dragon Quest games, but also... Uh, da, 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 da. Ni No Kuni, which was highly, highly regarded for the PS3. Um, yeah. Man.
0: Uh, what was the one for DS that Square made that was really, really good? Um, the DS or the 3DS? The, the DS. Um, I don't recall. God, I, I'm trying to think of the name of that. I can see the cover of it right now, and I can't think of it. I mean, anyway, sorry.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean the, And you have... I don't think JRPGs are going to die. I don't think they're nearly as dire of a straits as people will, you know, tend to think. Yeah. Um, but it's not an easy road to hoe because of the state of the Japanese gaming development market. And and we've also talked before about how, in general, large development houses, you know, they they spend more and more money on these games that are make or break. You know, like like they'll they'll finish big projects and then just go. They'll they'll basically be disassembled uh, because it killed them uh, in terms of the money and time it took. Um, so, did, hmm. in terms
0: of AAA, in terms of triple I can't disagree with that. Yeah,
1: yeah. but the, there's also the indie market, which you have lots and lots of American or 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 or, or Western, I should say, developers. Uh, Indie developers who were influenced by JRPGs growing up and they like to emulate that style So also because of that, I don't think that JRPGs are going anywhere anytime soon uh, If you
0: take the indie market into account as well I think it also depends to a certain extent on how you define JRPGs I mean, I think of JRPGs Mm -hmm. less as being necessarily that they are From Japan and more that they are in the style of games from Japan. Yeah
1: We got a frozen Commodore. Someone's watching Netflix downstairs. I knew it. <laughs> so anyway, I assume I am still uploading. Oh, there you are.
0: Hey, I'm back. You're back. And we've got the combination to the air shield. I've got the combination to the air shield. <laughs> okay. Uh, you- i totally lost my train of thought. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so no. So you know what I'm saying for a <laughs> second. The, yeah, no, I, I I knew I shouldn't have fired up those Netflix movies. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know, my, my thought was really about how we—if uh, you fire up a tablet or you fire up a phone these days—you're going to find a hundred free-to-play JRPGs. Many of them are actually good. Yeah. That's true. Uh, and most of them are made by Chinese developers. There are some made by American developers, some made by you know developers all over the world. There's, there's, you can't localize them at all to, to Japan anymore. But um, JRPGs are alive and well because they perfectly fit the form factor of the tablet. They are ah, absolutely perfect true. case for that. So this is, again, my point. Nintendo, some of these publishing houses, they could make a ton of money. You know, release some of those old JRPGs on a tablet, which I know they've done. I know the iOS, for example, you can play some of the old Square Enix games. But Nintendo specifically can get on board with that. They can make a lot of money because that form factor works perfectly for JRPGs, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. I play a, a, a game that's very similar in that regard to JRPGs. It just happens to just kind of work well with the free-to-play model. But... JRPGs are alive and well. Just happens to be you gotta you gotta go, you know, do the free to play thing, which Wait. a lot of people do.
1: And we didn't even talk about Pokemon, which is still Pokemon's Still going strong.
0: Pokemans. Po- Pokemans. Um <laughs> all right. Well, so um we gotta wrap this thing up. I'm, I'm getting more questions than I can possibly handle here. Oh, so I no. might as well just keep on. I might as well just uh, try to tie this thing together. Um Let's see. Pond Life has a question. Good friend of the program, Pond Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, asks, if you could have any of the things that were foretold in Back to the Future 2 that actually exist, which one would it be? So if, if you could bring, if you could snap your fingers and bring one of them to life, wh- t- which would it be? The time-traveling DeLorean. Yeah, I mean, I would do that too. <laughs> Is that cheating? That's not specific to Back to the Future 2. But I I, I you could actually keep the time-traveling part. I just want the DeLorean. A flying DeLorean, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, I deleted the list of things that we were talking about. Um, oh, yeah, we we talked about all kinds of stuff. I I think I mean there, there's the, the the problem that we that we identified today is not that the predictions were really that far off, as much as they missed a huge transition, which I don't blame them for, which is a little something that we know and love called the internet
1: and mobile device, mobile. Uh computers basically in your pocket right but
0: but mobile computers don't do anything the reason why they wouldn't foresee that is because mm-hmm. they aren't in they aren't envisioning the fact that we can all could be connected at the same time yeah right so the internet is really you know like when they deliver a fax via the screen you you just realize like that's you know you, you miss the point where like email well was around right at this time so it, it's to me, that's what's interesting about it. But they, they just missed some of the transitions that were there. Um, and, you know, to me, a lot of those devices I wouldn't want because what we have is actually a lot cooler. It's a lot better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What, one of the things I find, yeah, just interesting, the things that are missed. Like, for example, when they're going to uh, Marty's house or they're about to go to Marty's house to rescue Jennifer <clears throat> and the... Doc is like, oh, this is going crazy, explode the universe, and he like sees a sign that says, hey, the Skyway is jammed, and he's he doesn't have yeah. like a phone that's like beep beep. Oh no, look at like what my phone freaking does every day. Like here, oh hey, here's what the traffic looks like on the way to work. It's no, right. he, he sees a sign that's a, a billboard that's like, oh, the Skyway is jammed instead of the that, and the whole thing of showing him a news a paper newspaper which. I mean, they of course exist, but I mean, it's so quaint. How often do you see people reading paper newspapers? You know, everything's digital. Yes. Um, it's just those little Again, things just that slight. kind of they, In a lot of ways, yeah. the future that we have is actually a lot better uh, exactly. than
0: what they had. So, so what, what, you know, I, I don't want some of the stuff that was there because the stuff that we have is much, much better. So maybe hoverboards. And self lacing yeah, shoes.
1: Okay. Dang it, I want self lacing shoes. Anyway. Eh, I'm not really worried about that.
0: Um, All right, I'm going to end with this one that that, uh, Techie asks, will a JRPG better than Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI ever be made? Or has this 2D genre evolved as far as it can? Man, that's a good question.
1: I'm sure it will. The problem is is that will it be received in the same way that those games were? Because in that time period that they came out, yeah. 2D gaming was all that there was. There wasn't. I mean, there wasn't really any 3D gaming, um, no. home console gaming. And not only that, consoles were, I don't know, they were, I think, a, a larger percentage. I don't have any stats to back this up. But I think they were a larger percentage of the gaming market. Now you have mobile and PC really taking a lot more there. Yes. Um,
0: yes. I
1: think objectively better games, yeah, I'm sure at some point. Yeah. You you could people could argue that they already have been made, but right. um, I don't think they'll see the same reception that will be completely and utterly lauded and remembered fondly for decades on end. True, so, but remember,
0: it's still remembered fondly for decades on end by a by a you know kind of small subgroup of people, those of us that kind of uh, consider ourselves the underappreciated scholars of video gamedom. <laughs> um, you know, uh, who, Who? you know, I mean, this is a market, right? And, and we have our own opinions. And the folks that think that, you know, uh, uh, Halo is better in principle than Final Fantasy VI have a point to make. I don't agree with it, but they have a point to make. <laughs> They're full of um, crap, but whatever. Right. And I mean, hey, look, you know, I mean, Halo became very popular with a bunch of frat boys that never played video games in, in any other capacity ever. They probably think that Halo is the greatest game ever made. Are they wrong? I don't know. Point yeah. is, uh, yes, I think they are, but you know, I wasn't <laughs> going to say it. I'm not, as, I'm not as brash as you are. But anyway, so, you know, the, from, from my taste, I think you're probably right. If a game hasn't already been made that's better, it probably will be made that's better. And in a 2D game at that, what I think it will be is the same way that Final Fantasy VI and, and Chrono Trigger are today which is appreciated by a small subset of the population for what it is. Uh, It'll be akin to the reception that was given to something like Braid Mm. and not something like Call of Duty, right? It will not be a household name. It will not be something that everyone knows. It will be something that is appreciated by people that are in the know, and that is okay with me. The end. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, uh, we are only forty minutes over time. Sweet, which is not bad. So we are uh, our New Year's resolution of trying to make the shows uh, in some kind of downloadable and digestible time frame has failed yet again. Um, but that's okay. There's always next year. Hopefully, we'll figure it out by then. <laughs> in the meantime. Uh, in the meantime, uh, it, it was all—it was awfully fun talking about Back to the Future with you folks. And uh, we will be back. Uh, Rue, why don't you tell the folks <clears throat> where they can start? We're a little bit off on our schedule, so we're going to continue to be
1: off. And uh, especially because I am going to be preparing to go to MAGFest yes. uh, in a week and a half. So if you will be going to MAGFest uh, in Maryland uh, the weekend of the 24th, please come. Uh, I'll be... Uh, hosting a panel on video game preservation and also being on a few more with the RetroWare folks, including Video Game Years. uh, Should be fun. Uh, But as far as what the hell we're doing right now, uh, Echo Screen Live, you can see our next one in two weeks on Wednesday, January 28th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And of course, don't forget that you can download us if you're just watching us on YouTube. You can download us as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Android of your choice, uh, Echo Screen Live is what you search for, and please, 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 uh, feel free to give us a rating on the YouTube. I'm sorry, on the uh, the iTunes and the Stitchers, and we'll love you. All of it, all of it works for me. Yep.
0: You can also find us in the meantime. You already know my Twitter handle at it's the Commodore,
1: and I will be at Rue underscore C O T G W.
0: Yeah. Send us some ideas for the show. Let us know what kind of questions we should be answering. Let us know if you think you have a topic to your that's better in this spray new ours. year. Yes, and you, you, you better, you, you better tell us, or we'll come out and we'll bite your head off. Um, yeah, uh, with that great note of, of thinking of us biting off your heads, uh, we will, we will leave you to the great uh, silence uh, abyss that is uh, your life without us in it. it's um, dark. It's dark. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary. But don't worry, we're going to be back. We told you, so don't worry. It's you know, we we, we get more content coming. Anyway, folks, it was great talking to you tonight about uh, Back to the Future. Looking forward to, in the new year, 2015, spending a lot of time with you to talk about all kinds of geeky topics, as we always do, here on the Echo Screen Live, the official podcast of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. Until next time, I am the Commodore for Rue, and there is no reset button. Oh, wait, there it is. you consider that the generational 80s nostalgia works the same regarding retro gaming nostalgia? Maybe. Next question. Uh, uh, what do you and Rue do for work? Things. Next question. Do you think we'll see Dragon Quest yes! in the United States? And we're done.